0: Yes, I'm ready. Are you ready? 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 But are you ready? we like the yeah. But Mike Keller, are you ready? Are you ready to rumble? Okay, so do you want I got funny news, I got sad news, I've got uh exciting news, we got all sorts of Okay,
1: okay, let's let's sandwich the sadness in the middle so that we don't let it get us down like maybe start with excitement then switch to sadness and then and then you know so everyone will leave on a good note go to the funny
0: at the end we'll start with the banana story <laughs> are you ready for the banana story oh, the
1: yeah the business class banana story the you think business I didn't class- that? oh that you've already you've already soul. been
0: on tiktok hearing my business class uh, banana the, story the, the
1: bana- <laughs> no i
0: just it's been going around and it's just it's too it, it's too real I've been on planes before, and I've had bad vegan options thrown at me before. I mean, I, I think that depends on the airlines. But business class, you expect it to be better. They, they It's so expensive. You think they'd be able to scrape something together, like get a fruit cocktail from something? And oh, Anyway, the audience doesn't know. They don't know the story. So this, there was this passenger, and he was flying back business class and his actually his name is Chris Chari and he was he booked a business class flight from Jakarta Indonesia to Tokyo on a you know a nice airline Japan Airlines I've flown Japan Airlines before and Mm -hmm. he ordered a vegan meal and he got a banana and chopsticks and he took a picture of it chopsticks I guess what are
1: you supposed to chopstick
0: the full Unpeeled banana? I I don't know. I mean maybe you can like cut it a certain way and eat it or you can maybe I mean if you're skilled at chopsticks, you could probably pick a pick away at the banana. So Japan is not very vegan friendly in general, right? Well, no, no. Japan itself, I mean there's a lot of you gotta, you know, move to your to your um Um, your pleasures, but there's a lot of vegan options, and there's a lot of things you can order that are vegan. It's not necessary. I mean, that's why I was thinking that there probably was a way for them to take maybe apart another meal or a couple of meals and and create some type of nice vegan thing. I mean, business class is not cheap. I mean, it's thousands of dollars more than economy. You think getting a banana is just bizarre, don't you think? It's just bananas. I mean, do you remember like what your worst vegan meal was?
1: Like on a plane, I, I don't remember. I yeah, I, I do think on planes I've gotten things where it's like a a roll with margarine mm-hmm. and a green salad and um an orange juice. Like that's a vegan meal on a plane, on a you know coach because you know I, I never fly business class. I ain't I ain't
0: fancy. I flew business class once, and I think it was in Japan Airlines. And it was very nice, Mm. but it was before I was vegan. So it was many, many years ago and it was very nice. But I, I, I mean, I mean, I, and I would think that there'd be like maybe a roll or something. You could probably put a vegan meal together. I mean, but just getting one banana and then also compared to what the other passengers got, like the passenger sitting next to him, I think this is, this is the menu that they got. It, it was probably a
1: mistake, right? They they just forgot to bring a vegan meal in all they had. Like they just grabbed a banana and hoped for the best, right? It, you, it's probably just the one um, flight attendants kind of not paying attention, right? Well,
0: the representative from Japan Airlines said that we're sorry for not being able to meet expectations. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they don't have a lot of pay, uh, people asking for vegan meals.
1: so weird. I mean, a, a banana is like 19 cents.
0: Well, if it's organic, it might be more. Okay, 29 cents. I mean, you expect more from business class. So so this guy, he got his banana with some chopsticks. He did get some Chardonnay as well. There's the picture has a banana, chopsticks, and mm-hmm. a glass of Chardonnay. The Chardonnay was to like, drown his sorrows. And <laughs> uh, the person sitting next to him was eating seared tuna, Moroccan-styled eggplant salad, cheese with orange salsa and a baguette
1: now that's a business class meal if only it were plant-based wow that's that's just like insult to industry insults to injury right
0: it's insult to industry as well as well (laughs) yeah come on now I, you were you were flying recently, didn't you? Like go to Oklahoma. What what did you have? Did they have a meal, or was it like a such a low class meal that oh, they didn't even give you anything? Or Spirit Airlines.
1: Fly? I didn't. I just ate in the. Um... You took Spirit. I took well. I took Spirit to Austin. I took Southwest to Oklahoma, and in even Southwest they. They just offer you um, drinks, which is nice, and this kind of mix, This it's like a Chex mix, but that's not vegan, so I, I can never eat it, so I just have, like, soda.
0: I've just been flying Alaska, you know, most of the time when I'm flying back and forth, like, up and down the coast, and mm-hmm. i and there, there's always vegan options in fact they even have pedos you can actually buy wow. pedos and and i've most, never been on alaska most of the airlines i've been flying they you know you can either order like like a, a hummus thing and they have i think i think they're very concerned about people who have allergies and and obviously vegan if you make something vegan you're getting a lot of the allergies out of the way depending on what they're totally choosing and then usually there's a biscoff you know, biscoff. Mm-hmm. It's that yeah. little cracker that's really delicious. Lotus, lotus biscoff. And those are those are super delicious and they're vegan. And uh so oh, yeah, I, I've had a biscoff. And, before, and they pass honestly. those out. And they um yeah. and then and then I, I just think that um yeah, the, it's it's just a, a funny story. I mean I, I can see people who are against vegans can say, see, he got what he deserved or whatever. And mm. then vegans can kind of just commiserate because we've had this experience before where the vegan option is here's a banana or here's an orange mm. or here's something. I mean it's not I mean bananas are great. I mean it's great to have a banana. It's just Yeah, you're just wanting more to eat. If you're gonna if <laughs> you're gonna spend an extra three thousand dollars for business class, you know, you should probably get more than a banana. I I saw the comments on one of these articles, and
1: other people chimed in saying something to the effect of, like, they did that to me, too. At least they gave me a lot of alcohol to, like, drown my sorrows.
0: Well, yeah, business class, that's a thing. You know, that's kind of the bit where, you know, your wine glass is always full. If you're a wine drinker, you know, it's just, there's always, a tenant will always be pouring wine into your glass. So, And it's usually a real glass. Amazing. Think about
1: that. That's how the other half live.
0: I know. I mean, again, I just did it one time and it was like some kind of mm-hmm. upgrade or kind of thing. Right. And I was oh, able yeah. To get I, I think I
1: once got upgraded to business in my life also. And I do remember that was the case. I, I got one wine and then it just kept coming and coming and coming into and the point where I had to say, no, thanks. I'm OK. Which, you know, I, I'm not one to pass on free things or, you know, included in the price things. So it was very hard for me to say no, thanks. But,
0: um, you know, it was getting excessive. I can't see you obsessive. I'm I'd be interesting to see you, you know, running wild, Mike Keller. Running I, w- I saw you a little tipsy a little recently? Yeah, yeah, at the party. I wasn't tipsy, was you I? You were a little tipsy near the end. I, but but well behaved. contained. I don't know. I left before you went, you know, insane, but you were and a little before tipsy. I went rogue. Yeah, I I stopped drinking, so I'm just like it's weird. I, I have like see, a It's almost like you have a superpower. <laughs> You probably notice it more. Yeah, no, I more. mean, usually, well, well, first of all, I stopped drinking. Usually, so, you're the tipsy one. I don't know. Yeah, usually, I stopped you're drinking, the... so I don't do as embarrassing. I'm not as embarrassing, so that's you're not good. As cringe. Well, I, I, I don't do say or do things that I regret because I'm in more control. And then it's weird. I feel like I have a superpower now because while everyone right. is getting trashed, I have like just I have. Control <laughs> of like, my facilities. You know, I, Do- I'm Dr. Manhattan. I'm like, like finally, the, I'm the better than of the all these people. <laughs> just for a short, fleeting moment. <laughs>
1: Is this a temporary thing or you, you plan
0: to no longer drink? I don't know. I mean, I just. You're uh, just riding the wave as far as you were riding the wave. I just, it's kind of a thing where, you know, I'm concerned about my weight,
1: my health, mm-hmm.
0: you know, and. Tell uh, us your
1: top embarrassing drinking moments.
0: Oh one of them. gosh, I don't even remember. You know Cafe Gratitude? Yes, I'm only marginally grateful for them. Okay, so Cafe Gratitude is kind of this shishy fancy restaurant that I think we started in Largemont, and it's mm-hmm. this restaurant that, a little pricey, uh, you know, all vegan restaurant, Uh, famous for, I guess, Beyonce went there and, you know, uh, obviously there's a lot of studio types that go to the large Mont location. It seems like they're having trouble. Um, like last, last month, their San Diego store closed. And then their last meal at their Arts District location has was uh, February 26th. So oh, they wow. have actually, uh, they're consolidating. And I guess in the Southland, they have other locations. I believe they have a location in Chicago. They have some other locations. But their only Southland locations now are Larchmont, Venice, and Newport Beach. So I, I guess they're having issues, you know, I guess this is this
1: like the the theme of the last i don't know couple months is contraction you know a couple episodes ago it's like uh the the plant burgers are dying out and then burger lords like couldn't be vegan anymore now this mainstay is is taking a step back it's sad i mean i don't know if this is just the general like business cycle or this really means like veganism is is under i don't want to say under attack but if it's like losing popularity for some reason or or maybe it's just the economy and the fact that all of this stuff is costs more and so people are no longer able to pay a premium or no longer willing to pay a premium I, I don't know what the answer is but I feel like uh, we're in retreat now and I, I don't know what's going to you know how, how to turn the tide back and I, I do think a lot of it
0: has to do with price yeah, I mean it's a pricey place, and also, I mean, it, I mean on the other side, it's hard to run a restaurant. And you know, it was a beautiful location. I don't know if you went to the Arts District location before.
1: No, I've been to the Larchmont one, but I didn't know there was one in Arts District.
0: It was a really beautiful location. It was in Lincoln, a brand new mall, pretty gentrified area. That you know, it was like mm-hmm. an area where they had a lot of um, industrial. Uh, you know, oh, uh, buildings and and stuff, and you, you right. Know, there, you, know, Smorgasbur- you know the Nabisco Smorgasburg the, is near the, there. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, you sorry, I don't
1: mean to interrupt. The, no. You know the Nabisco Cracker Company. Mm-hmm. They used to have a factory there, and it became like a luxury condo building where a studio, a like a big studio, but a studio nonetheless was like a million dollars. So yeah, it's a very gentrified area, and I would expect there'd be a lot of vegans who could afford to go to Cafe Gratitude.
0: I mean, I also feel like restaurants do have like a life, you know. I, th- I think they yeah. were there for eight it's, years. It's been and, there for yeah, yeah, right. and it's kind of the situation where maybe there was an a, an aspect of its menu, or uh, you know, there, there's other things, you know, ex- other factors that have to do with you know how how a restaurant survives and 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 a lot of times people move on to newer things or sexier things and obvious too um that restaurant particularly graphic gratitude was fueled by hype mm-hmm. and well, when they- the hype dies down they have to be fueled by substance and was the substance there? I, I mean, I've had really good meals there. I've had okay meals there. I mean, I, I haven't had, you know, I, mean, I haven't necessarily been blown away by any of the food at Cafe Gratitude. But again, that's, I mean, I, th- I think when you're fueled by hype, you know, there's also, you know, situations that you have to, you know, t- contend with, like a shorter life.
1: Right, I've only been there a couple times. Um, but... Over a long period of time. So early on, I was there and it was a lot more trendy and gimmicky. Like mm. the, the server asked us, what are you grateful for? And we all had to answer this. And I found it very awkward, but that must have been like an early iteration. And I ordered what, I, what, I, what they called a pizza pizza. But it was a raw pizza, and it was really small and did not resemble a pizza in any way. So that really put me off for a long time. And then I came back more recently, and it was just conventional good food. And I liked it a lot more the second time.
0: I mean, I always ordered like one of their their, their bowls. You know, I thought that there was a good mm-hmm. deal because it had all the different, you know, vegetables and stuff. Or I'd always get maybe like a like one of their burritos. They had nice burritos, and uh, I mean everything was relatively good. You know, it's just kind of the thing. It's like, okay, I'm paying, you know, twenty two dollars for a burrito. You mm-hmm. know, it's like, ah, uh, you know, it's kind of it, that's the same company as um, Gracias Madre. I believe yes, they run the Gracias mm-hmm. Madre. The one, I guess, is that in Beverly Hills or West Hollywood? West Hollywood near pretty much
1: Beverly Hills adjacent. But, um, you, you know, you say $22 for a burrito. <laughs> it's funny. In a context when a fat burger meal, you know, the impossible version, is like $20, it makes these like nicer places not seem that expensive anymore because like fast food costs almost as much.
0: I actually had some not, not good meals at Gracias Madre
1: yeah okay you know i mean it's (laughs) i mean
0: also i mean this is la you know there's some great mexican food and and not only that i mean the food at uh, el cocinero you know there's a a food truck does better mexican food than gracias madre i mean it's oh there's some um, food trucks you know and i say a food truck but but the vegan mexican food trucks and and they're uh, purveyors like Michelin
1: food trucks. <laughs> they just they just bring the pain. <laughs> you you agree? Michelin should have a food truck division.
0: Do they? I think they do. No, they give should. Star, I don't know but they, they give do, stars but. to some street restaurants. In fact, yeah. there was like this one restaurant in Singapore. It was like this some Right, dude uh, a hawker noodles. cart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, does a uh, Moby's Little Pine still exist, or did they go out of business? Moby. Actually sold the restaurant mm. and then it had a lot of problems. Like I had like labor problems and issues, and oh. then uh Little Pine is is no longer. Mm. So I never went there. Have you been there? I didn't go there. No, I missed it. Whoops. I mean, I try to get to at least one of the one or you know, every every couple of months I'll try to get to one like cutting edge vegan place. That has they got to
1: start inviting new places so that you'll make it in time, you, you, you know? I'd bring, much rather pay camera.
0: and make my own and conclusions a... and not feel that I'm beholden to someone giving Right, me right. Food. That's a good point. That's a good point. All right. So are we going to talk about far-right veganism? Oh, gosh. All right. So this sure. guy made a TikTok. And supposedly he's a uh, PhD or a PhD student at Yale. Mm-hmm. And uh, he had some things to say about veganism. And I, I found it to be kind of interesting what he was presenting because it was getting a lot of attention. And uh, I, I just wanted to play the, the TikTok so you can you know, hear what he has to say here. Let
2: me share this here. So veganism is making a huge comeback right now in far-right communities.
1: Okay, that's the first line. <laughs> and then there's a picture of a guy wearing a swastika shirt and it says vegan on top of the swastika.
0: Now, first of all, it's not making a big comeback. In fact, most alt right and right wing people fight me because they're they're meat lovers, and and it's like I, I, the they they are they have embraced the cliche of all vegans being you know granola eating liberals. So mm-hmm. th- there was actually a movement, like maybe five or six years ago. Where those some YouTubers, some whatever alt-right YouTubers that were into plant-based diets.
2: Far right, they think of like true meat eaten red-blooded Americans or whatever. But vegetarianism and veganism have actually had a long history on the far right. People love to talk about how Hitler was a vegetarian, although the actual.
0: Okay, so he starts with Hitler, and 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 I guess there were some writings about Hitler talking about a vegetarian diet being healthy, but Hitler was not a vegetarian.
2: Actual historical evidence is kind of mixed. That said, he did think that veganism and vegetarian were morally superior diets, and many high Nazi officials did actually follow a plant-based diet. Just based on what information back with the Nazis veganism was seen as more natural and pure and eventually became a sort of like purity test for uh do you have
0: anything to say i mean he's talking
2: about no, purity I, I, Go ahead.
1: I, I don't feel as like upset about this necessarily cuz it, it, it for all i know this could be true and it doesn't mean anything because it, just because a an objectionable group does one good thing it doesn't mean that that good thing has been like
0: polluted by the objectionable group you know well, but also the understanding of what is vegan. Now, he's talking about purity. Now, he's trying to make the, the connection between vegan purity and, and whatever. I, I guess this is ethnic purity. I, you know, And, and, and ve- being vegan has nothing to do with being pure. It has to do with doing your best. But even if
1: they've decided to pick this up. It doesn't mean that veganism is like, you know, just be, what do they say? Like, it, you know, the, the, there's that, um, you know, those thought analogies where it's like, um, all doctors are tall. John is tall. Therefore, John is a doctor, but that doesn't actually hold. So just because uh, alt-right people, even if they are picking up veganism, it doesn't mean that um, vegans aren't
2: alt-right. So who cares? Whether someone was a real Nazi and like, he wouldn't have passed this purity test. And this is the point that as opposed to other vegan cultures, the way that veganism works in far right communities, and it still works this way is through the politics of purity. And today we're seeing this again, the politics of purity. A good example of this is Jamie Lewis Liardi, who runs the simply vegan YouTube channel. Okay. I looked up this guy. And mm-hmm. he's not
0: active. He has less than like 6,000 followers. And he, I mean, so, he, I mean, he's not. He's, he cherry picked some guy. He to, cherry picked to some to guy who, ha- yeah, who okay. hasn't posted in, in, in several years.
2: Okay. Who literally made a video about his transition from a, quote, liberal feminist multiculturalism into a, quote, pagan European nationalism. His channel rails against capitalist consumerism, which is obviously coded as Jewish and sort of super anti-Semitic. Neo-Nazi Matthew Stafford says it is veganism, um, is informed by the writings of this woman up here. Uh, who's so he's basically cherry-picking people that have a plant-based diet and
0: then assigning this to some kind of vegan fascist
2: movement. An fascist vegetarian named Savitri Devi. Who basically, I mean, she basically worshipped Hitler back in the day. And Andrew Anglin, who founded the Daily Stormer, a neo-Nazi website, is, is a vegan. And none of this is to say that all vegans are part of the far right. but it is Obviously. <laughs> to show that veganism can be molded and fit into sort of like any political ideology that you want. And particularly well true. into political ideologies that um, sort of like put first and foremost the politics of the purity in nature.
0: I don't think so. I think it's much yeah. harder to uh, have a right-leaning philosophy and be vegan because I mean, I mean, at least in the ethical sense, because I mean, if you're super pro-capitalist, you know, you're about destruction and and certain choices that aren't vegan. I'm anti-fascist.
1: <laughs> I don't see a, a. I don't see that it reflects poorly on vegans
0: that fascists happen either they do or they don't happen to be vegan yeah but 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 he keeps on talking about purity and politics Mm -hmm. and 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 the the thing is Uh, he he doesn't have a fundamental understanding of what is vegan look you know even on this podcast i said something i don't know how many
1: episodes ago to the effect of like you know you i i have this internalized feeling that if you eat some like plant-based i'm sorry animal-based Thing, you're like debasing yourself. That's like kind of this, you know, I'm not proud of it, but this kind of sounds like a purity argument.
0: We're looking at our computers, you know, we're, we're looking at our phones. Our phones have right. animal products sure, in them. Sure, I mean, sure, sure. there there's no such thing as purity. We are, of course, our vegetables are a lot of them are. Pollinated by captive bees. I mean, there, you can trace like animal products maybe sure. in the glues inside your shoes. I mean, a modern vegan cannot have a life of purity. It's it's literally right. impossible. They, so no, 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 so for him that. to say, oh, this it, this is element of purity. It's like it's like no, I'm not aspiring to a purity. I'm aspiring to doing my best. You know, You're, I get I get people like going after me for for uh, promoting Oreo cookies, you know, and, you know, bad company Mondelez, I understand. Bone char, you know, it's like, it's like I, I have an issue when it comes to bone char because, you know, I, I do my best to not have bone char in my private world. But again, if I'm promoting... Veganism, mainstream veganism. I'm going to be talking about stuff like Oreo cookies that, and Swedish fish, and things that are a hundred percent not purely vegan. You can you can make an argument that these are not vegan because you know the red dyes was tested on animals, the sugar was processed through bone char. You know, whenever I'm you know squirting some sriracha on on some type of food. And it's like, oh, that wasn't vegan, you know, because... Mm. I stopped eating
1: sriracha because you told me about the sugar. Mm. You know, when you say we're doing our best, sure, we're doing our best, but also we are trying... By doing... In in doing our best, we're trying to be a little less yucky. And that means like not eating things that are gross. I mean, not gross, but unethical. So you, you it is... These are this is semantics at some point. I, I know like purity is a is a um loaded word, but y, y, in general, anytime you adopt even an ethical practice, you're trying to be a better version of yourself. So you can call it purity, you can call it anything, but I'm not I'm not as concerned about the semantics of this.
2: Okay, we just need to avoid it. thinking that vegans are good or bad. They're just vegan.
0: I mean, that's true.
2: You know, there sure.
0: there are good vegans and there are bad vegans. Right. But you could say, you know, we contain
1: multitudes and that one aspect of the person is good. Whether or not they have other bad aspects, you know, we all do. It's all part especially of Especially you. Oh, come
0: on, man. It's all part of the I'm vegan just... multiverse. Especially you. Uh, especially me. How do I end this? Stop sharing. Just okay. N- make it stop. <laughs> it won't stop. Was that was that did that count as the sad news? No, the sad news was Cafe Gratitude closing, but you you seem to be happy about that.
1: No, (laughs) I'm not. I I want Cafe Gratitude to exist. All All right. Last time I was there, it was pretty good.